0: Hey, Sporkies Editing Dan here. Uploading this on Black Friday late at night. Wanted to upload it on Thanksgiving, but the holiday, you know, it got away from me. And then even today, I ended up watching USA England, and uh, it's been a long day. But it's finally here. We reviewed Pilgrim, just Gavin and I, unfortunately. John was already away for his holiday. So just a quick note, we are thankful for all of our listeners. Thank you for and listening to one episode, all of the episodes, only this episode, whatever the case may be. We are thankful for you. And if you want to stay up to date with us, you can follow us over at Bloody Spork on Instagram. And if you want us to review one of your last-minute suggestions before the year is over, or, you know, we'll just review it next year, who knows? Yeah, we'll review it regardless. Uh, You can go ahead and email us a movie suggestion at bloodysporkpod at gmail.com. That being said, enjoy the review of Pilgrim today. Happy Thanksgiving, Sporkies. Hey, Sporkies, back again with another festive episode. Today I'm joined by... By Gavin, unfortunately, John has already participated in his travels, so he was not able to make it to the three-man episode. So, you know, keeping consistent is already dead to me. It's fine; doesn't matter.
1: We are but, no longer thankful for John.
0: Yes, make sure <laughs> everybody make sure you tell John that. But um, that's fine. We'll let it slide this Thanksgiving. But if he ever does this again, ooh. Oh boy, we're gonna sick, we're just gonna stick some pilgrims on him. And that's what today's movie is. We watched Pilgrim uh 2019, directed by Marcus Dunstan. I'm not sure if he's done anything else of note, doesn't look like it too much, but either way, not too shabby. It's a Hulu original, it's a part of apparently a series, which I do not know. Basically, there's a handful of these movies for different holidays. And we wanted to do, obviously, a holiday-specific film for Thanksgiving. We're recording this on Tuesday. Thanksgiving's in two days now. And we didn't want to do um, the one with a turkey, the Thanksgiving. Sorry. Not this year. Not yet. <laughs> Maybe one day, but not. Next year, we'll do uh, all, all of the Thanksgiving's. we'll yeah, just <laughs> bang them out. Yeah, that actually sounds like a better idea. Or we'll do the Scooby-Doo animated movie where they deal with a witch that's also thanksgiving related technically because there's pilgrims in it so whatever we'll see either way pilgrim it's listed as a tv episode on imdb which is interesting and it is technically i guess with the way TV's developing only 80 minutes long so i suppose that's tv length these days i had previously seen the movie when it came out three years ago now so i have no fresh eyes but gavin as our blind reviewer what did you think of it pre-spoiler review
1: Ah, uh, yes um it's so like i was saying to you it's very for anybody that's seen krampus very krampus vibes like a you know you have first world or well we don't call it first and third world anymore but the saying goes you have first world problems. Be grateful you can have these problems type of stuff, you know, um, which makes more sense to me for the Thanksgiving theme. But it worked well in Krampus uh, with the whole Christmas spirit nonsense. But yeah, so it's very much like that. Um, we're, um, it's similar to Krampus. I'm going to continue this comparison where Krampus, I feel, is better in its, um, the line it draws between funny and horror feel like this movie was a little more sporadic around that line but i mean it's still a very manageable holiday horror and i don't didn't mind it one bit
0: yeah big thing like i already mentioned it being 80 minutes is a breeze it's a quick watch for sure and yeah i'd say my only real gripe with it is it doesn't really make a decision on whether or not it wants to be a horror comedy per se uh, it's listed on Rotten Tomatoes as a holiday horror. Unfortunately, it doesn't have a critic score, and I'm not going to bother with the audience score because it's fewer than 50 ratings <laughs> ha- and has a zero percent, which I don't believe is which I don't believe is just. And I could have swore, I kid you not, I looked at it earlier today and it had 50 percent. So I don't know
1: what happened, but it's it, down to zero. Either really- way, <laughs> well, yeah, you know, there's it's fine. Yeah, I mean, there were some parts where, like, were, like, very, like, slapstick with, you know, where we'll get into it. And even some, like, almost scary movie, like the franchise-esque scenes. And then other parts where it was truly sinister, you know, like, the guy was creepy and it was slightly, you know shocking at some yeah,
0: point yeah it, it like it plays itself like certain scenes you could tell certain scenes are, are played for what it seems to be played for comedic value but the dialogue itself isn't funny like there's no jokes written in per se little ones here and there towards like the latter half but nothing too too crazy uh we'll get right into it like i said we can't do our rotten tomatoes bit there's no scores to be had uh, we are going to get into the spoiler section now. But like I said, it's streaming. It is a Hulu exclusive, so you can go watch it now. Uh, and again, only 80 minutes, so you'll have enough time to watch it in between football games on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, you know, sit everybody down. Have a great time. Have a great Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Watch it. Watch a decent movie. So
1: Thanksgiving Day Parade. For yeah, Andy for sure. Covers. Not sponsored. Not Not <laughs> sponsored.
0: Uh, actually, unfortunately, unless Macy's wants to reach out, uh, hey, how's it going? Either way, smell uh, good
1: in Cologne.
0: Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can can confirm? You know, I've stood next to Gavin before. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: all right. We've done so. more than stand next to each other, Dan. Don't thank be you. stray. Oh man, all right. Well,
0: Pelgrim. <clears throat> <laughs> um, fun fact. So I, I got some. We got some fun facts. We got a fun cast. I say fun cast. It's really only. One character really that was kind of funny in his casting. Either way, so funnily enough, I was telling funnily, yeah, I was telling Gavin right beforehand that the there's a title card, intro card that says based on a true story, and I didn't tell him what the true story was beforehand. But believe it or not, what actually had happened is the writer of this film, which unfortunately I didn't pull up ahead of time, but the writer of this film said when he was growing up, they had actual people like come to his town or come to his school and they were doing a legitimate thanksgiving reenactment and his mom actually offered like two of the cast members a place to stay at his house and they stayed for two days at his house growing up and never broke character over the two
1: days and killed his entire family
0: so the murder part's not (laughs) true but (laughs) he didn't back to have pilgrim actors uh, live with him for two days and then he went on yes and then he turned it into a horror which just goes to show uh, the American psyche I suppose either way so sure that's why you should never take based on a true story for face value always do your research always fact check background check so this movie starts off with some uh, divorce basically we get a feuding couple and the POV from a, a child's standpoint to parents just fighting never good enough you never try hard enough blah whatever you know the usual it's very simple very simple plot very simple story uh long story short kids are unappreciative for what they have not really the little kid doesn't isn't per se in that camp we have a teenage girl she is played by rain edwards who is cody in this film uh rain edwards is also just known for her role on the bold and the beautiful so that's where she's from good for rain oh she's also in Hellfest, which came out in 2018 i'm familiar with another smaller horror movie good one go watch it
1: she also just looks like another famous actor
0: yeah There's a a couple of them in this movie. We get her dad, played by Kerr Smith, who is the notable, I guess you could say notable, for uh, his appearance in the original Final Destination. Good for him. As well as My Bloody Valentine. Yes. Good. Good. Good appearances.
1: Get ready for Valentine's Day? Because we're going to do that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Spoiler alert. We're going to be covering Krampus for Christmas. Hope you weren't expecting anything else
1: in the Grinch horror movie that's coming.
0: <laughs> oh, for sure. Sorry. Uh, back to Pilgrim. We get. Well, let's. Well, we want to introduce everybody at once. But Cody, her dad Shane. She has a little brother in this movie who technically plays a part. Not a bad kid actor. Good for that kid. Not the worst. Where the fuck is the mom? We, who who who? Who are you? I don't know. Moms, instantly, either way, mom, daughter, they don't get along. Because, of course, they don't. You know, step relationships never get along. Why would they? Uh, And for the sake of this movie, they really have to not get along so that the rest of the movie can happen. (laughs) Um, So... We have a dispute between the daughter and the stepmom, and we see the dad's not really like he's present, but not too present. He's all up in his stonks, basically. He just pays attention to his tablet all day. And he's like, Yeah, your phone, this house, it's because of this tablet, baby. All right. So shut up. We get a night, we get some little sibling bonding happening. And um, so for some reason, the mom thinks. In order to bring this family closer together, she's going to enlist the help of a pilgrim reenactment group who are going to reenact the first Thanksgiving for her little community. I don't, like, had this ever happened to me growing up, I think I would have appreciated my family less.
1: Yes, that is correct.
0: (laughs) I don't know where you sit in the, in the in this grand scheme of holidays, right? I've always enjoyed Thanksgiving, but obviously it's a you know forgotten one. People go from Halloween to straight on through to th- uh, Christmas, and Thanksgiving's kind of just plopped in between. And um,
1: I, I prefer the holiday for the true uh, discoverers of North America, Leaf Erikson Day. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Right, right. They for were sure, here for sure. first. Thank you.
0: Okay. So, <laughs> um, also, uh, fuck Christopher Columbus. Um, y'all, yeah, my homies to, hate
1: Christopher Columbus.
0: We have to say that. We're, we're legally obligated to say that. Uh, Christopher Columbus was a piece of shit. If you don't know, now you know. Look it up. Don't listen to everything your teachers told you growing up.
1: In fact, and... when your teachers do tell you that, set them right. Yeah. Just let them yeah. perpetuate just that nonsense.
0: Let th- for whatever reason. <laughs> We don't have any children listeners, but any listeners who have children, make sure you tell your children about Christopher Columbus and the truth. It's Indigenous Peoples Day. Please. (laughs) Anyways, so we have that happen. We get the kind of sort of tiny issue. The other tiny issue we have is whether or not the whole uh, issue of the pilgrims are a bit paranormal. And for the most part, throughout the entire film, they're not. Like, they're not just, like, spiritual entities popping in and out wherever they want to, to spook you. Uh, But there is, they play on the, the idea a little bit, but not enough to where you're like, okay, maybe they're spirits. So it doesn't take away from the Pilgrims, and they're, you know, they strike fear into the heart of this family. But in order to get there, we have to have some plot devices. So immediately we have the little brother and Cody fight not fighting over the wishbone but you know you know what you do with a wishbone and Cody is as mentioned not feeling this whole pilgrim thing because <laughs> she is not thankful for her stepmom's stupid ass idea because it is dumb as fuck to be fair this is it's not a way to bring a family together it does allow for some write-arounds because of this we, we remove cell phones and technology good good thinking you know quick easy write-around so there's no oh why did not they just use their phones not that you should be thinking those lines anyway because it's a horror movie and you should submerge submerge yourself in the reality of the movie and shut up about things like phones okay these yep. things happen Um, And as Cody breaks off the (laughs) wishbone, she wishes, I hope this entire thing backfires in her face. Obviously, talking about her stepmother. And backfired, it did. All right. The very next day, I believe, we are introduced to main Pilgrim man, Peter Giles. He is playing Ethan in this movie. Uh, he's mostly known for being a voice actor. Fun fact, there you go, it's what IMDb says. And you know, Ethan here, that's in quite the performance. You know, I gotta quality say, a pilgrim. yeah, because he's a quality pilgrim. And Ethan is joined by his lovely lady, Patience, played by Elise Levesque, who just Looks like every big-named actor in Hollywood, Mm -hmm. but not like anyone specifically. Like a perfect amalgamation of features from all the very most popular lady actors out there, but just isn't any of them. Because she's only been in this, Fishing Naked. I don't know what that is. Uh, Ready or Not, which came out three years ago, which...
1: I didn't really, watch that, so it can't be that. That can't be what I recognize her
0: from. <laughs> uh, she's in Sons of Liberty, Meridian, and some other things. Either way, Sons I, of
1: Liberty, another pilgrim movie,
0: because <laughs> it could um, be
1: with that name.
0: <laughs> it's got a, it got a picture of a U.S. soldier on the front of it. So,
1: like, what era U.S. soldier? Like, real? I don't, Uh
0: I guess it looks like current day. Nothing crazy. That's a missed opportunity, it's only got two stars from four ratings, so can't and be she's that great. Really hit often, huh? Um, she did in Ready or Not, Ready or Not, she was really good in and start not, she didn't star but worked alongside uh Samara Weaving, who's of note. Either way, she's intimidating, she's a scary lady in this movie, Whew. but she's mm, she's something, so oh, um, <clears throat> <laughs> she's Canadian. Yeah,
1: that is what you wanted to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. How would you? How would you write this movie? Oof. So I, I would scrap this whole idea. Okay. What I would have done is like a, because uh, because I think the movie wants to have fun. I think we can both agree the movie wants to oh, be a fun. Yeah. Movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What I would have done is like have a local town with a Thanksgiving Day parade. It's Thanksgiving, blah blah, and then just have like. like a a pilgrim that's just smoking everyone (laughs) that's what i would have done like just a classic slasher just he could be a demon he could just be a guy in a pilgrim costume i don't really care they don't even have to show his face at any point doesn't have to talk (laughs) but it could just be some you know head down murders like 45 town members (laughs) you know that's what i would have done Fair, like this was obviously more of a bold choice. So. Right, right. Obviously it's only
0: 80 minutes. I think my my rewrites in the same vein of yours is kind of like maybe do the opposite situation, but like ba- basically this movie but like you said from the pilgrim POV instead. Yeah. And basically like we have a we have a pilgrim family or some just like old traditional family move into a new era neighborhood and over the course of like a twenty-minute intro bit, we see how they ab- have been observing the town around them, and then as a family, they like plot to to deal with the town. To in like some correct way. them in quotes or something. Yeah, no, along be, those that'd, lines. That'd nice. All right, write so, that down for
1: your next class. We'll just write make that down. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Either way, we are introduced to these pilgrim people. They come in. They kind of just immediately take over the town. Not the town, the house. Uh, I should mention as well that Cody has a boyfriend. He's not a big character. His name is Finn. Um, And, you know, Cody and Finn, they're together. It's nothing crazy. Some reason, uh, well, I say some reason. The moms, Finn's mom and Cody's stepmom, they're close. They're friends. So while they decide randomly, also just one of the few things that's a bit forced, but has to be forced for the sake of the movie. But I guess you can't say it's forced, because this is the actual, like, true part of the story that it's based on. Um, Though stepmom says, oh, well, you know, he's just gonna live with us. So, Cody's stepmom mentions to Cody that, uh, what the fuck is his name again? Ethan. I knew it was Ethan. Mentions that Ethan's gonna be living with them for a few days. And for the sake of her good friend, She's gonna have patience stay with uh Finn and his mom for a few days to really help Catherine is Finn's mom's name. She, patience is gonna help Catherine take a load off, basically. All right. So um again, this is an 80-minute long movie. So yeah, we're stammering, you know, I'm circling around the block looking for points and anything else to say. Just be patient. Please be patient. All right. So nothing too bad so far, right? It's so, not no, no real no terror struck. It's a bit creepy. They're weird. They're fucking weird. Right. And at this point, as mentioned, there's no reason to believe that any of this is paranormal at all. So it is just really fucking creepy and really weird. So you reside with Cody and her feelings about it. And my. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say my issue is is that I, I understand this train of thought from the stepmom, like, oh well, we're gonna do the very first Thanksgiving and we're gonna be hands-off technology and yada yada yada. And you know, this like I said, it's just not the way to go about it. You just gotta make a genuine effort to come together as a family.
1: I I mean I was gonna touch on the other side of that of I was thinking like the whole time watching this, like, you know, are these like time travelers <laughs> I, I time like, travelers. because because they wouldn't they wouldn't stop acting like pilgrims and then this isn't a spoiler but at one point they built a shed in the back <laughs> <laughs>
0: that is pretty funny and i'm
1: like okay these people are like a sim like not as, the opposite of assimilating they're like trying to make the modern day people yeah, pilgrims no. you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs>
0: No, they're, they're colonizing. straight up, they're, they're, they're acting like straight up 1642, straight off the Mayflower, like Pilgrim Pilgrims. And
1: it's like 1492.
0: <laughs> sorry. I don't know where 1642, that has to be a significant year. I'm sure of it. I don't know what it's Everybody significant. Let us know in an email
1: how, uh, Dan came up with 16,
0: <laughs> please hypothesize why that number came to my brain either way
1: google (laughs) famous moments from 1642 that dan might know about please (laughs) yes thank you
0: so while this is all happening we were now we're now we're gonna we're gonna join patience patience and catherine right so they're together and catherine's house together not a lot of sets for this movie really just the two houses mainly uh cody's house for the most part uh, some outside scenes as well, but nothing too crazy. Uh, I would assume a smaller budget, and they made it work very well. We get a, a bit of a scene. Catherine and Patience, they're seen talking to each other, and out of nowhere, not out of nowhere, but Catherine's basically just yapping on about life, and then she she quickly says, life sucks. As soon as she says that, you see Patience, like, snap her head. Be like, how could you say that? You have a house, and you have food, and, and you have so much. Uh, what what do you mean life sucks? And you're like, okay.
1: No, and then she's like, and my son, he's so mean. And patience <laughs> is like, he needs to give back. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, like, I don't really care that much.
0: <laughs> right. I was like, okay, well shit. Damn. So you can already tell things are a little twisted, because it's like, all right, who's this who's this patience, bitch? Um and very much patience. <laughs> oh. Bazinga. Ah, ah, all right. Well. Thank you. Thank you. So <laughs> you see Patience makes Catherine a cup of tea tea to unwind. Relax. Calm down a little. For the, I think the only time in this entire movie you see Patience crack a smile and a big smile at that. You already know something's fucked up. So we come back to our other family. Again, bit all over the place. I didn't write down a single thing about the movie. Just watched it trying to just uh, scour my brain for the the chronological order of things a lot of little details we could mention but they're really not important at all like the whole first 10 minutes of the movie it's just a bunch of conversation and it's just to really illustrate oh hey this is a stepmom and this is the daughter that doesn't get along and this is the distant father who just makes money and this is a little boy that hopes for thanksgiving to be correct you know but the emphasis isn't on the little boy, thankfully. And so after the dealing with Catherine, we see who is it again? What's oh the boyfriend. Boyfriend, her son, finds her body. And it's a pretty gruesome reveal because he's just hearing a thudding sound. And it's a loud thudding sound. Like deep. And he's like slowly walking through it. And this was a bit creepy. I'll give it to him. Sound design, I'll say, was another strong point for the movie is definitely the sound. Uh The score, I don't, again, we don't write all these specifics down, but whomever did the score, quality, quality, piece. And I think that's a a, a large part of the comedy comes from strategically placed music, I'll say. Mm. Especially yeah. later on with some of the more gruesome bits. But as he's walking through this house, you just hear this deafening thud over and over again. It's very rhythmic. And eventually he finds his mom's dead body. Uh, She's got a something, a head wound of sorts. But she's dead. She's dead as fuck. And we get a slow-mo bit as he realizes what's happened. And um, yeah, Patience is a murderer.
1: I wasn't a fan of this scene. No? Um, So when they zoomed in on Patience and she's like, Using the butter churner for I'm assuming berries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At first, I was like, "Oh, that's blood," just because red liquid. Um. And then they panned to the woman on the floor, and her head was busted open, or whatever. It that scene would have been so much better because it it was obvious she was getting drugged. Like anybody yeah. with a brain could have told, could have noticed that she was making this tea to put her to sleep. Would have been way better. If you see the the butter churner and it is blood, and then he goes in the room and like some of her limbs are missing or something. Yeah. That and uh, and, like she's and like she's churning her like her organs like that would have been way better. It would have been a
0: lot scarier. And yeah, she's meant to be churning like blood of sorts, and the mom only has like a small wound on the head, so it doesn't really make sense.
1: This movie, if they would have gone a little, like, not, not even necessarily over the top, just a little bit closer to the top, it would have been, I would have loved this movie. It had a lot of potential, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it, unfortunately, probably has to do with the budget. and Which is probably, like,
1: what, $13? <laughs>
0: Who knows? I can't even find it if I tried. Maybe. I didn't try, but I'm going to assume if I tried, I couldn't find it. Either way, we're yeah. We're not going to
1: look for it. <laughs> yeah,
0: go look for it yourself if you're that curious, okay? We're not going podcasts, okay? God, you think we – you've been here for like 25 episodes now. You think we provide all this information? Shit, we don't man. do research. But we're thankful for you, okay? And you should, be, <laughs> you should be thankful for our podcast. And if you're having problems feeling thankful – um i don't know what to tell you i'm sorry okay so either way this then causes the uh stepmom to say oh well shit patience just come move in with us and ethan
1: it'll be fine it'll be great patience is like they left and she's <laughs> like oh i believe you
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah patience is like uh well you see uh she's just having some uh mental issues and uh she just took finn and they ran
1: oh wait didn't patients say she called it a bender? Yes. <laughs> that was yes. the first thing. That was the first time they said something. I was like, wait a minute. These aren't pilgrims. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because She didn't say that. And there's no way a pilgrim would know that word. Facts. <laughs>
0: bender. She called it a bender. <laughs> right. Yeah. And obviously, immediately, Cody's like, well, hold on. Finn would have said something. So why are you lying? Cut the shit. Like. What the fuck's going on? Obviously, we're in the shits now. Everything isn't making sense. Cody's the only one figuring it out, and she's trying to desperately tell her parents, hey, this isn't right. And honestly, all Cody needs to say is, I haven't talked to Finn in X amount of time, and I'll just be like, "I'm, you know what? She's probably right. What's the truth? You know? But your characters have to be a little dumb. And again, I, while I have complained previously about how i hate stupid characters or this that the third it works here i don't think the mom's necessarily being stupid she's just desperate to bring her family together so i'll let it slide still a little stupid but it's okay
1: (laughs) still a little stupid
0: but either way we proceed onward and we just see slowly but surely how the pilgrims are just taking over the house and now all of a sudden we're getting more and more pilgrims filling up the house. And eventually we get introduced to a very large pilgrim. And I, you know, I'm I'm gonna say right now, I don't know if pilgrims got that big. Brief intermission over. Mm, you won't know about it because it's an instant cut, but we just had a brief intermission. Mm, yeah. Right. Yeah. You heard about the pork chops.
1: Okay. Dan had to, me and Dana to kiss. Hmm. Wait. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
0: The <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys know we're on Zoom, right? <laughs> right. Either way. So, the last thing I said is that I've never seen a, a pilgrim this big, and I'm just going to say I don't think obesity was a problem in the 1400s. Either way, wouldn't want to fuck with this guy. He's gigantic, and there's a bunch. There's a. I mean, like I said, there's a plethora of pilgrims in the house at this point. It's scary. How many there are. And it's only now, it's about 45 minutes, maybe 50 minutes into the movie, that the stepmom's like, okay, this isn't good. You know? And so when she goes out to meet the the big pilgrim, she's like, Who who are you? He's like, she said oh, she specifically says, as I'm watching the movie right now, what are you building? He's like, "Hmm, doesn't matter. I'm the builder. No names, just the the builder. builder. (laughs) He's a builder, all right, because he's a, and you know he's the builder because he's a fucking absolute massive unit. And if he wasn't the builder, he'd be the chef. And if he wasn't the chef, he'd be the butcher, you know. Maybe the blacksmith. He's an an intimidating man. Cha cha, real smooth. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. As well, should be mentioned, obviously, throughout this entire movie, the whole thing from the Pilgrims is that Ethan and Patience are angry because the family doesn't appreciate what they have and they're not thankful for each other. So because they're not Ethan's got to set them straight. All right. Now, Ethan doesn't have the best methods, more legal methods. And eventually the two parents end up in one of those things that you've seen, but I don't know the name of, but I'm sure Gavin does somehow
1: for all (laughs) no i do not
0: damn it (laughs) um it's it's the torture device where you just put your head in you put your arms in and yeah people used to know
1: like when people get like publicly stoned but like in cartoons they'd throw tomatoes and stuff at them and they're they're like in the town square with their hands in the thing and their head in it and it like goes you know have you ever been to frontier town shout out ocean city maryland
0: (laughs) You ever been to a fucking Renaissance fair? I'm sure there's oh, yeah, one facts. there. They got them there yeah. too. Let's 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 look up ten medieval torture devices. What are the odds?
1: I, I, Is it? Like, I don't think it's a specifically a torture device.
0: It it's called the pillory. Thank you. Yeah, that's what I said. Is did you say that? Mm. I don't. Mm, mm, okay. Either way, it's called <laughs> the pillory. If you want a specific word to look up. And yes, it is an actual device used. The uh, crew specifically built this actual pillory for this scene. So that's cool. Obviously, they had to.
1: Believe it or not.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Believe it or not. They're not just made. All right. We're not still using them, I think. Okay. I'm going to hope. Right. Upper level government. Right. Either way. Should start. So, okay. Hot take. Either way, the parents are now subdued by said pillory. And now we're just now we're just straight up in the 1400s. They're getting whipped. They're getting smacked around. They're being they're being told, be thankful. Ugh, grr, you know. Ugh. And uh, this entire time is some interesting, I'm gonna say, decisions made. Some of the cuts in this movie are very weird. There is a lot of times where they're using a wide lens for some reason. Yeah, like, yeah I don't... <laughs> some interesting creative decisions. Some of the editing is a bit choppy. Uh, and
1: I don't know... no sometimes. <laughs> right.
0: And it's a small enough movie in premise and in plot to where I don't think any of this stuff is, like, overly intentional for some underlying bullshit message. Because the message is fucking laid out right in front of you Once you find out the whole movie takes place on Thanksgiving, okay? It's the fact that they're not thankful. They should be thankful. In this new era of technology, we're all very absorbed in our screens and ignore the ones we care about most for said screens. And we get the, like, two spectrum or two ends of a spectrum here where it's the mom who's forcibly doing it to the other end of the spectrum where it's, like, the daughter who's just kind of, like, lackadaisical about it. And just let it, whatever happens, happens. You get your your Gen X and your Gen Z representation. You know, the whole nine yards, right? So, I think all of these stylistic decisions are just that. Stylistic decisions. And I don't hate them. They're fine. They make the movie that much more entertaining. It would obviously be very boring if it was all just one simple type of filming. But
1: it also, like, they use a lot of, like, misdirection. Yeah. uh, Where, you know, you try to... watching any movie really but specifically in horrors you kind of try to anticipate where the jump scare is going to come from or where the, the bad guy is going to pop out etc but like for example when the boyfriend is getting killed he's running down the steps and you're like oh patience is going to push him down from behind or something he gets to the door and then some man hands grab him and you're like what
0: <laughs> yeah
1: it was a different direction and a guy, so I'm confused.
0: The pilgrims know all, man. They know yeah, they all. It,
1: they do it a couple other times in the in the movie, but I mean, I it was confusing, honestly, when they kept switching from these random like, we're gonna go fisheye. now we're gonna go slow mo, <laughs> you know. But yeah. I didn't, I didn't mind it. I think at one point they did like still frame flashes. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, what is, what are we doing? <laughs>
0: yeah. So, I again, the chronological order escapes me. The daughter, Cody, ends up finding her boyfriend's body at one point. And I'm not sure when this next bit occurs or not. It's my only other gripe-ish with the movie. We get to Thanksgiving Day and Cody tells her little brother. I should know his name, but I don't. It doesn't. It's just not important. Sorry. Not sorry. Watch the movie. Tells his little brother to hide in his best hiding spot. And that kind of kicks off the whole rest of the movie, pretty much, the whole like end sequence per se. And so, you know, it happens for the next however many hours. Um, the boy's just hidden for that long. And that's my only issue because realistically, what child could actually do that for that long with a fuck ton of people in his house screaming? Just <laughs> using his house, yeah. And all the pilgrims are in there cooking and shit, and yada yada yada. Like, mm, you know, uh, you, you know, I can suspend my belief a little bit, but you took it a bit too far, trying to make me believe a little kid could actually stay in one place for multiple, multiple hours.
1: At some point, he had to have been like, mm, "It smells like cooked dad in here."
0: Yeah, really. Check that out, <laughs> or anything, honestly. Yeah. But I digress. Again, you have to have your writer, and like, mm, cause you have written this movie without the little boy. Yes, does that make the movie better? Probably not, not significantly better. But whatever, he doesn't provide much. He's kind of just there to be. I don't know what the specific word is, but like the entire time throughout the movie, he like takes a liking to Ethan. So he's kind of just the the pilgrim Ethan. So he's kind of just like that character that's like kind of making you think the sister's just being paranoid or being a bitch yeah. to the mom Yeah, for the most part. So that's kind of his role. And he kind of just plays that role. He doesn't really do anything else outside of that. He isn't anything else outside of that. That's just his existence.
1: But he also gave us like this weird. um, I can't remember the exact word, but like where somebody's a bad person, but they have like certain rules that they still follow yeah and like ethan obviously wouldn't harm a child oh right so
0: and that's what yeah there was a scene with ethan where ethan basically tells the little kid like hey be thankful for what you have or something along those lines or like i don't know he's teaching the little boy a lesson the little boy like succumbs to the lesson and he understands the lesson immediately And within the scene, Ethan looks up to God and he's like, see, why can't everybody just learn easily? You know, yada, 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 implying like he's had to be a bad person before in order to get his message across. But it doesn't have to be bad if people would just learn the right way. So we find out a bit, there's a little bit of background character building. It's little things like that that I like because it gives you a background to the character without giving us like a twenty minute flashback scene of how he fucking killed a whole other town somehow. <laughs> so it was effective. And again, all works in this little 80-minute window. We follow along Cody, who discovers her parents that locked up in the pilly pull pulley put the whatever I said it was. Oh, I already oh, forget pillory. Thank you. Finds she finds them in the pillory. They've been whipped. Beaten, branded. branded. They <laughs> got branded, which was pretty funny. We never see what branding, unfortunately. That could have been funny, but they didn't show us.
1: I think Probably, it's a B, isn't it? Is it? I don't fucking know. I, I I'd actually don't know. Look it at, looked like I, a bee, but I didn't, I didn't really. Know.
0: I didn't really look at the metal too much. I was hoping to just see the impression mark, but
1: I can't even think of what a B would represent. Right there, there's
0: your little some some symbolism you know maybe but they didn't so it's too late now anyway she finds them at the pillory as soon as she finds them she gets them out of there and then they're immediately confronted with the big old round chungus pilgrim and he is ready to fight okay they dispatch of him pretty quickly (laughs) kind of like completely cartoonishly to the point where it's even edited cartoonishly and they just grab the first three things they see and just start whacking them over the head, basically.
1: What are and... the three things they grab, Dan? Uh, I don't fucking know. Or do no, come on, dude. It's part of the scene. It is was it... two hammers and a spoon.
0: <laughs> it is, in fact, two hammers <laughs> and a spoon. Yes, just, just, saw, just saw the scene. Thank you. <laughs> so, hey, man, they kill this man, and this is, again, tiny, tiny bits of humor. Dad's like, did we just commit a murder as a family? But he says it in a way where it's like, oh my god, are we coming together? Like, is this it? I would say is this... The movie should have ended right there. <laughs> <laughs> is this family bonding? The movie could have ended right there, and it would have been a 50-minute <laughs> movie. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> we uh they they get got obviously because there's a fucking gang of pilgrims, and they hear the you know, they hear the scuffle. So Cody's like, hey, you go try to find the little one, Zane. I want to say his name is Zane. It's definitely it's not. Tate. What is it? Tate. Tate. Tate sounds a lot more correct. So Tate. Cody tells her parents, go save Tate. You know, you can go ahead and climb up this balcony, yada, yada. You'll get in the room. Another little fun bit of gore, uh, jump scare type of deal. Not too bad for jump scares as well, by the way. Should mention to our yep. jump scare sensitive folk. It's not too, too bad. He gets up into the window. As soon as the dad gets in the window, Ethan's there, stabs his hand through the window. Ugh. Ugh. Ooh. And then pushes him out of the window so the knife goes through the rest of his hand. You don't see it, which is unfortunate. But, you know, there's some gore. Little bits. Little bits. We, You know, you got, you gotta just take what you can get, okay? So he gets knocked off the building. House, I should say, and then uh patience pulls up a big old, big old axe, and yeah, that's a that boy. That boy is
1: dead when he falls. And you get transported to the dad's POV, and you're in like a call Call of Duty (laughs) cutscene. Yeah, everything's all blurry.
0: It's so funny. (laughs) Yeah, and then he gets axe and
1: it doesn't the screen turn red.
0: Yes, it literally flashes red. (laughs) Yeah. It's
1: literally like you're just inside of a video game, but not in the good way that we talked about with VHS 94. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. So that happens. And also, fun fact I found from just looking at all the cast is Patience. I already forgot her actor's name, but she's 5'10. So it makes the scene extra scary. Oh, yeah. She's big. That's a big lady. Anyway, they then, the mom and Cody, get sent to the cucking stool. Yeah. He said it the cucking stool
1: so (laughs) i don't even know i think it has a different pilgrim meaning
0: (laughs) probably the the subtitles also said cuckling but i think it's meant to be cucking i don't fuck it doesn't it doesn't really matter they just get tied to chairs and cody specifically is getting dunked into their backyard pool over and over again and ethan's trying to now like torture thankfulness out Uh of her
1: no i think it is cuckling i I totally forgot she was getting like dunked no yeah let me i'll make sure you you can keep. yeah so
0: So she they're both tied up strapped up and like i said she he is attempting to torture the thankfulness out of her which it's like how thankful could she really be at that point You silly little goose and this was filmed on the summer solstice i think i found out watching dead meat did a kill count on the movie sponsor of all my fun facts of anything i ever say ever if it's a fun fact it's from deadbeat so there you go but you've known this um
1: You're i forget you want the yeah facts.
0: go for it cuckling stool
1: it is in fact the cucking stool
0: okay i thought it so. is
1: primarily used as a form of public humiliation <laughs> for the offense of scolding or backbiting <laughs> and less often for sexual offenses like bearing an illegitimate child or oh prostitution, my. but Jesus. I think in the case of this movie, he was doing it because she uh, was this because he, he, he talked about how she has sex in her room, right?
0: He mentions that he knows she gets visitors, and then he risen. says something
1: like, You need to respect yourself, or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, so
1: I think that's what they were going for with the cucking stool for her, fair, but, but she also was doing some backbiting,
0: <laughs> so backbiting, yeah, so. She's getting donked over and over again. She eventually is like, Okay, okay, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. God, I'm thankful. It's not working. Ethan doesn't He's buy. Like, I it. Believe you. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, you know what? That's fine. We'll feast. So they get set up for the feast. They're forced to shuck corn. And um here's the big reveal. You know what the big 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 meat for dinner? Dinner, dinner's dad. Dad is dinner. Um, so <laughs> Ta-da, pretty fucking spooky. Okay. He lifts the pan. We see the dad's head. <laughs> There's a good scene of like ribs, and it's like actually looking like a human rib cage. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, and so you're thinking, hmm, how in the world could they possibly get out of this situation? And um, just a full-on pilgrim brawl breaks out basically randomly. You know, the, the daughter grabs some kind of tool, stabs patience' hand to her head, and somehow
1: Patience is fine. I know. Genuinely. I see, like, some limp face or something. She,
0: she doesn't even, like, take, she takes, like, a moment to react to the fact that it just happened, and she's just, like, rips her hand off her head
1: and is like, I'm fine. Don't also, worry about it. They, like, made a point to show you how long this thing was it was in her fucking brain yeah <laughs> like it yeah. was yeah it had to at least be like eight inches long right and i would know how long that is <laughs> <laughs> because i've seen it before on right things yeah the tool <laughs> Not specifically me. right no, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> for sure <clears throat> so this happens she makes a break for it the daughter does She look for the little brother She just finds the little brother to tell the little brother, okay, now go hide somewhere else. All right, bud. So that's kind of dumb because he already wasn't found in the first spot. Why does he got to go hide again? And it's kind of just, I don't even really know what it's for. Actually, the more I think about it, this is a little misstep. Now that I'm (laughs) gathering my thoughts on the matter, but she gets recaptured. Then, then, then dinner is revealed. Uh, He he says some dumb shit. What the fuck's he say? He's like, why don't you want to hear my story about trout fishing off of the Mayflower? And she says, trout or freshwater
1: fish, idiot. So there's a fact for you. Okay, that's just a fact fact. When she said that, I needed him to, like, start talking normally. (laughs) Just to break character? I I so desperately needed him to just be like, you know what, fuck that. Like, I needed that. And he was like... (laughs) Nah, you, you thought you caught me, but I'm still a pilgrim. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Holiday just is like, oh, God, why do you have to fight me? I can't win with you. Yada, yada, yada. And um, so I didn't mention it earlier, but now that it has come to the forefront of our discussion, we have Plot Device 2.0. Earlier in the movie, the Ethan was talking to the little boy and was telling him about you have to be careful of Jerusalem cranberries is that what they're called was it Jerusalem mm-hmm. I don't know yeah okay Jerusalem and he's like yeah watch out for the green yeah, vines okay yeah they're they're poisonous and sure enough all these fucking pil- this, this is where I am to defend essentially taking a step back from the movie because this isn't my kind of horror movie but yes all the pilgrims are poisoned and the fuck, Ethan's immediate reaction is to just plunge his fingers down his throat. And he starts essentially they cut it to where you don't see it straight up. He starts throwing up all over another guy. It's just, I know it's, it's like so so vitamin gross. water
1: though. Like, just yeah. It's
0: out. so, it's so very clearly red water when it falls on the other guy, but either way, all the pilgrims are sick. They're all slowly, but surely dying. Uh, Patience is on the hunt. She knows the little boys are around here somewhere.
1: Which was just a... I don't understand the change of pace to find the kid. I thought he was cool.
0: Yeah, I don't I know. they're like,
1: get that fucking kid.
0: <laughs> I guess they're just trying to do some last minute scares for the most part. Because, like I said, the re-hiding of the kid was so unnecessary. Um, But I guess it's for this sake of tension. Yeah. But again, he was never found at the first spot, so he could have done it just with the first spot. But... Either way, we're following patients hunting for the little boy, which, yeah, they don't, like, the issue is is that, like, the, the Cody and the mom, they're just missing the little boy so they can escape, but the two of them are pretty strapped up dealing with the Pilgrims anyway, so I don't, and also a little boy, like, what threat does he really pose, either way, again, I think it's just for this last, just, So the directors could squeeze a little bit more longevity length out of the movie, a little bit more tension out of the movie because she patience is stumbling. Obviously she's also sick and obviously suffering from a fatal head wound, which should be fatal and just starts throwing up right before she opens up the last cabinet to find the little boy. And I honestly thought we were going to have just again, First time watching the movie in three years, can't remember everything. Honestly, thought, does she throw up on him?
1: And they have she to make up, like... like on the cabinet, and it goes inside, and he's like sitting in there, yeah, making a face.
0: Somehow doesn't get touched by a, a bit of blood because, like I said, I thought he was somehow going to end up with his poisoned blood on him, and then they were going to have to make a fatal decision. Movie doesn't get that dark. Well,
1: probably for the better. Another thing about this scene is. She, you know, dies in quotes, blood, throw up everywhere. He gets out and steps right in the puddle. <laughs> so I'm thinking to myself, oh my god, he's gonna leave footprints everywhere. They're gonna find him, and Ethan's gonna like, you know, hold him for ransom and or like <laughs> kidnap him or something. Yeah. They. You flash back to her laying on the ground. There's no footprints in the puddle. And then <laughs> they, just, they don't bring it up. I'm like, well, I thought that was a deliberate thing. <laughs> And then just for the fact of continuity, put the dang footprint somewhere.
0: (laughs) Yeah, really. (laughs) And so, and again, not my type of humor, not my type of horror. The little boy comes out of his hiding spot, unties the mom, unties Cody. And he's like, (laughs) he sees the dad's severed head on the table. He just throws up everywhere because of course he does, I guess. Don't need to film it though. You just don't need to film it. I didn't need to see the little boy throw up but I digress we're nearing the end here this is what I'm thankful for and it's this last bit where you don't see this a lot in movies this whole last revenge bit but either way let it be known Patience, not dead (laughs) somehow Patience and Ethan are both still alive yeah. Through the poison and Ethan just jumped out of a second story window. <laughs> patience. Patience and the mom get into an interesting
1: fight scene. A Jet Lee versus Jackie Chan fucking. It's yeah, large it's large it's, large. it's
0: super fucking funny because yeah, they are just like fighting flawlessly. I wasn't a big fan of it. Like it's cool in concept, but it's a little too jumpy for me. It gets very cut heavy because obviously these two actors are not, you know, trained fighting actors, and I'm sure they they didn't have the money to get some top notch guy to show them how to movie fight. And the fucking sound effects they use are stock fighting sound effects, which also suspend the whole. And that's just me being like hyper hyper critical. Obviously, it's fine. The movie's fine. It's a fun, still a fun scene to have. And ultimately, they let the mom come out on top, which I I was appreciative of because his family's been through so much. I'm glad that they get to get back at their captors. And so Sir Ethan is crawling out outside, and the mom and Cody are approaching him, and obviously they're just, just torturing, beating the fuck out of him. They brand him, you know. They they they've decided fuck this guy. They're gonna take it out on him, and they do. And this is where the the line of potential paranormal is crossed because she's like, why are you here? Why do you do this? Yada, yada, yada. He's like, well, isn't it what you wished for? And then they kill him. And then he opens his hands and it's it's her part of the wishbone. So Mm -hmm. if you're wondering why Patience was able to survive a head stab and poison and still have strength to fight, Probably because there's a bit of a paranormal bit to this movie. But like I said, they don't try to write into that too, too much, so I don't, I don't hate it. It's fine. And it explains why they never break character, because they're actual like, pilgrims, I guess.
1: So much stuff they, like, don't explain. Like, in the opening, like, scene, whatever, credit, whatever it is, just right at the beginning, they show, like, family <laughs> missing. Like, a different family. Yeah, so you're like, oh, okay, this is just, like, serial killers. And then at one point, Ethan's like, yeah I used to have a family and you're like oh okay he's like a that's when I was like maybe he's like a time traveler and he's like trying to convert these people to right. paganism, or whatever <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know they just threw me all over the place with like yeah
0: the the issue is is like it, it's done in a similar like Gavin said earlier it's done in a similar vein to Krampus and how in that movie the little boy is like wishes Christmas was normal or whatever and then Krampus appears it's a bit different because Krampus isn't a human being, <laughs> and none <laughs> of the creatures that come with him are human beings. So the ish the the I like the more sense of problematic that I feel like is occurring here with Gavid is the fact that they're just regular humans, and there's no, no like tried and true like yes, this is paranormal. Here you go. Or they don't. They also don't do anything paranormal. Like they all die human deaths. Like all the other pilgrims just died from the poison. The big big pilgrim died because they beat him the fuck to death. It was only patience and Ethan that kind of like defied death a little bit. But either way, it's a fine movie. It's eighty. It's eighty minutes. It's really looking at it right now. uh, Seventy-five minutes. Last five minutes are credits. The first two minutes are like intro credits. So it's basically an hour long really you know if you just want to keep on rounding down
1: and like we said you know it's a holiday movie yeah you there are some few exceptions like we've mentioned personally krampus is actually one of my more appreciated horror movies in general just yeah but i mean that that cast was star-studded they had way more budget than this. And and
0: they play much harder into the comedy aspect of it all.
1: And it works like My Bloody Valentine isn't even really a Valentine's Day movie. (laughs) Yeah, really? (laughs) Like that movie's fine. It's not a great movie, but like it's fine. Yeah. This movie is exactly what you'd expect, you know, Jack Frost or um the ginger dead man or, you know, all those kind of movies where you're like, eh, it's a little goofy, dumb but like has some decent qualities and it's watchable, you know?
0: Yeah. So just fucking throw it on shit, man. I I don't, I can't speak for the rest of the series. It's called in the dark. I don't know what any of those other movies are, or even are like, but if you like this one, I'm sure they're all done in a similar vein. So check them out. I'll recommend them. Sure. You know, again, this wasn't bad. Bloody square grading out of six, Gavin, what do you think?
1: Um, (gasps) I, I'm gonna grade it differently, just be like I'm not gonna be as harsh on it because, like I said, it's a holiday movie, and mm-hmm. I, I think you just have to expect different things from a holiday-based movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna give it a three, give it a solid fifty percent.
0: I'm also going to give it a three, pretty much for everything that Gavin said. The fact that it's eighty minutes is just so, mm, so chef's kiss to me, and I love that. Um, that's pretty much gonna do it. If we're, I don't, I'll have to see. And editing because somehow we've taken up this entire meeting time might be a bit shorter than usual i don't really know it's a holiday episode it's a holiday week like i said thanksgiving's in two days guys so happy thanksgiving be thankful Sweet. for what you have or else pilgrims will come and kill your entire family
1: mm-hmm. not a We're lie known that beyond meat shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> get a real turkey <laughs> losers.
0: A real turkey um So, from us at Bloody Spork, we're thankful for you. Thank you for listening. We're not thankful for Chelsea. We are not thankful. Never email us again. We are not thankful on this day for John, for he has not joined us. He has forsaken us. But we will be thankful for him on the 25th. Okay? Either way, that's going to do it. From Dan.
1: And Gavin. Happy Thanksgiving, Sporkies. Bye. Bye, Sporkies.